When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, DJs, it is Thursday, April 20th. Panthers soon going to have a new baseball team to root for. And we're going to ask the question, should the Rams consider trading Aaron Donald before the draft? I'm Mad Max, and joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, I know you don't partake, but many of our fine listeners do. Happy 420, and an even happier day after hitting the parlay. I did actually acknowledge that I was talking to my brother all night. I drove all night, so we're actually doing this from home this morning. Got I'm already off of work, but uh, did acknowledge today is 420 day. So to all you partakers, uh, take an extra hit for Panther. But uh, yeah, parlay hit. I went seven and one yesterday. Just think, the one that didn't hit, my fucking Braves couldn't even score a damn run. Not even a measly run. I could have went eight and zero, oh, but. Uh, Red hot. This has been a good April for us collectively. A parlay hit. I don't even know how many we've hit. And, um, man. Oh, I, I'm supposed to do a little victory lap here, too. So, a buddy of mine that I do my, um, some side betting with, he's going to do like this eight leg parlay yesterday. And he starts quizzing me on, like, oh, who are the worst pitchers pitching? And I just go down the list. I'm like, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. He puts them all in a parlay for a plus 1100 and hit it. So uh, wow. shout out to Drago for hitting that. Wow. But I don't think I'm getting anything. He's not going to give me anything. It gives you moral support. By the way, we have been doing the, the, the second iteration of this show for less than a month. You know, and we've hit six parlays. I mean, I hit one of them when you were out, but still, I used your picks. And our agreement in there, so I still count as a DGEN parlay. It wasn't just a, a, a max parlay. We've hit six in about three weeks. We in the plus? Are we in the positive? Oh, we're we're way in the positive on our parlays. Oh yeah, big time. Just quit. Mm-hmm. Let's retire with our fifteen bucks. <laughs> yeah, no, we we totally should like just 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 bow out. I mean, what well, you remember when when we were up for a while and I was like, well, we can lose like four parlays in a row and still be in in the black. And I was I was ready to bail then, but no, we've we found a nice little groove early in the baseball season. I was joking with you. It's like, yeah, soon soon we'll just we'll stop betting uh, or we'll just uh, a slow play with fifty cent bets from here on out, just because uh, both of us are doing really well in baseball. Um, Maybe not so much in NBA, but 
hit my we'll NBA see. pick we'll yesterday. I hit my yeah. hockey pick yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're aware. We went seven and one, almost one eight. No. <laughs> you know, where you might start feeling some losses is your love affair with Vegas teams because it does look like the Oakland A's are soon to be the Vegas A's. They they bought uh, property right off the Vegas Strip. Now, I mean, this is like the worst kept secret in the world, right? Is that the, the A's are moving to Vegas. Like everyone fucking knows it. And now it seems to be more official with them buying property to build a stadium in Las Vegas. You know, you, you've kind of started rooting for the Raiders. You you root for the, the Golden Knights. Are you prepared to be an A's fan? Here's the thing. They they, they got to change the name. They got to change those vomit-inducing diarrhea colors. I, I don't... They shorten A's just because the name is Athletics, and there's nothing screams Athletics more than a fucking elephant as your mascot. Like... That's like being the Alabama Crimson Tide. What what is a Crimson Tide? It's a goddamn elephant. They just need to abandon whatever it is they've been doing for a century or however long they've been a franchise. Um, It's Vegas. There's a lot of possibilities for marketing and namesake. So I'm hoping that they do change their name. If it stays the A's, yeah, I probably will jump on board. But... um, exciting like you said worst kept secret since tom brady's retirement um i i think it's best for the a's as an organization because i mean there's minor league teams there's single a minor league teams that are doing better than oakland is doing as far as attendance so it's time to just abandon ship and get the hell out of there oakland as a city as a sports city has become an absolute dumpster fire I think all teams are now gone, right? So it's uh, it's going to go by the wayside. Um, I don't know how excited I am, but uh, they do have a, a up-and-coming uh, starting pitcher. He pitched last night, Mason Miller. Um, in the minors, he had 19 strikeouts and no walks in less than nine innings. He went out last night and did his very best uh, against the Cubbies, but then the pen came in and blew that shit right <laughs> made, it, made it look like he didn't pitch well and he actually pitched pretty well only gave up two runs but uh maybe a little bright spot as they transition over to vegas but i don't know about this a's team they gotta start spending some money billy beanball is just not working what do you think about having a franchise in vegas a baseball franchise um, you think it makes sense i think it makes sense for major league baseball i think it makes sense for the a's the part that doesn't make sense is now what do they do with the Aviators? Uh, the AAA team Aviators have a brand new uh, or very nice venue uh, up in Summerlin near the Red Rock Casino. And it's not near big enough for a major league team. So I'm not too familiar if there's any you know franchises that have a major league team and a minor league team in the same town. I don't think that's the case. I think the Aviators might get shipped out. I'm not sure. I haven't heard any rumors on that. But for having a major league team there, I mean, you're a fan, right? You're gonna you're gonna go to a major league baseball game, or you're gonna go to a minor league baseball game. You're gonna go to the major league. So I think the big question for me is what happens with the Aviators uh, and where and where they go. But as far as the A's and the city of Las Vegas. We've seen it from Vegas. Not only do the locals support their teams, but the tourists are always looking for Golden Knights tickets, looking for Raiders tickets, and I'm betting you money they'll be looking for A's tickets. So uh, it's a great move. Vegas, 
is never short of things to do. And then you add another sports, you know, something you can bet on and then actually go watch the game. I think it's a great move for the athletics. Yeah, I wouldn't be too worried about the minor league team, especially yeah, the minors are, are its own separate fucking type of insanity right i mean you know it's not quite savannah bananas fucking insanity but still the miners is there's quirks to it there's you know if if you're near that casino you might just take in the game or you might be able to get like a you know uh, tickets as part of a deal to stay in a hotel nearby or something like that so I, i wouldn't necessarily say that they need to be shipped out you know the brooklyn cyclones do pretty well i know it's not like you know queens or, or the bronx it is a it's it's a wholly different area of new york city i get that but the cyclones are a draw and then the fact is that you do have some mets players that would play there uh in, in you know in rehab sessions i think that could be a nice little twist on things is you know hey you might see some a's players uh uh join a, I, I don't know what affiliate it could be but those affiliates change all the fucking time so you know i i think it's i think it's a good thing i think it's a good thing to have uh, franchises in Vegas because year round there's people flowing through Vegas like it's 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 nonstop. So if you have all of the sports covered in Vegas, you're gonna have people there. Now, creating fandom that's a different question. I would still argue that the Vegas Golden Knights don't necessarily have a a true fandom. The place gets insane. The place is packed all the fucking time. It's a rowdy crowd. But it's a Vegas crowd. I don't know if it's a Golden Knights crowd. So it might take a little while to get people to be A's fans, quote unquote. But I think it's a great move for the A's. This this is a franchise that's been suffering for a long time. It's a fucking stadium that can't get people in the goddamn seats. In fact, if if you wanted to, you can move the A's to the minor league stadium in Vegas right now and they'd get more fans in the stands there. They'd probably sell out capacity in the fucking minor league stadium in Las Vegas than they could in Oakland right now. So just fucking ship, just, just pack the bags right now and fucking go and, and maybe get some fans in the stands. Um, Panther, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we're about a week away from the NFL draft. Did you know that? One week, yeah, one week from today. Crazy. There's already some debate over the first draft pick. Maybe we'll hold that for another conversation. Uh, the conversation I want to talk about is my beloved Los, Los Angeles Rams. They just traded Allen Robinson. He's gone. So he's dead. Bye. Bye, Allen Robinson. Uh, he went He went to the Steelers. And apparently, this is what the Rams got. They got, I think, like a seventh-round draft pick. And, and, and they traded Allen Robinson and a seventh-round draft pick. <laughs> Yeah, so they, they basically they, up they like traded up like spots. twenty spots or fifteen spots or something like that. It's ridiculous, yeah. And that's what they got for Allen Robinson. So the question here is, I mean, they're in they're in rebuild mode. They they got they got rid of Jalen Ramsey. He's gone. Uh, and and if Matt Stafford shows he's got anything left in the tank, if he's healthy, there's going to be a team that's going to trade for Matt Stafford this year. I guarantee it. There's going to be a, an injury in the NFL, and like if Matt Stafford right looks now. good, I, he's going to get traded. So my big question here is, does it make sense before the draft to trade Aaron Donald? And if so, which team do you think would be best served to get Aaron Donald? Panther, what's your take on this? Absolutely, they should trade Aaron Donald because the longer they hold on to him, this is a team that you're right. They're going to be re- they're rebuilding. Um, so he's not going to be part of the youth movement. And as he gets older, his value can only diminish so if you want to get maximum value of Aaron Donald, you trade him now. You trade him this week before the draft and get as much out of him as you possibly can. Where can he go? 
I mean, the only teams that, are, that would make sense are teams that are legitimate contenders and don't mind giving up draft picks and maybe think they could use a little bit of offensive or, excuse me, defensive help. Buffalo already took one uh, of your castaways in Von Miller. Um, maybe Kansas City would be, I mean, what a gold mine that would be if they could land an Aaron Donald on that defensive front. Oh, my God. Um, Philadelphia. I think they're going to make some defensive moves and try and strengthen that up a little bit. But um, I, I think for me, it's got to be playoff championship caliber teams. It doesn't make sense for anybody else. You know, the fucking Bears who gave up a fortune to get Khalil Mack. Why would you do that? It didn't make any sense. They need offensive line help. So why would you go get an Aaron Donald? I think Philadelphia, maybe Buffalo, um, and the Kansas City Chiefs make the most sense to me. I, I'm loath to say this, but I do think that the Rams should trade Aaron Donald both for themselves, for the future, and for him. Uh, he wanted to retire a couple years ago. He signed the contract to play a couple more seasons. I would love for him to continue his dominance and and go out on top. I mean, he played for some shitty Rams teams. I have a picture uh, from a game that I went to many years ago, Rams-Jets. The, the final score was 9-6. to six. The, the, the Rams were absolutely uh, dog shit. And I got this great picture of Aaron Donald walking off the field. I was, you know, just maybe like five feet away from him. It was fucking amazing. And he's played for some shitty Rams teams. I think he deserves to go out in a contender. My my sad, sad part of this, uh, the real sad part is, I think it's the Philadelphia Eagles. I think it's the Eagles that they have the draft capital. I think they, they would kill and murder for an Aaron Donald type player on that team uh, to push them over the top even further. Uh, don't don't hate it. I you know if he goes to Kansas City, Buffalo, another option. Um, Bengals maybe Cincinnati. Uh, but I know that they're going to be penny pinching to save up for a rainy day Joe Burrow fund and a Jamar Chase fund. Uh, you know maybe the Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars. They they were a team that were on the rise. Uh, bring him in as some uh, you know uh, veteran presence and to help push them over the top as well. Uh, so I do think there's a handful of teams that would absolutely want to trade for Aaron Donald. Uh, but for him, I think he'd want to go to a contender, want to be a Super Bowl guy. I think the Rams would do right by him and 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 do that. I think he probably's got a no trade clause. I should look that up. He more than likely has got a no trade clause, or you know he'd have to waive something. I think the Rams should do it. I think they can get a lot for him. Still, he's a dominant player. Uh, you 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 put him up on a defense that has another guy to stop. And it's impossible because it takes two offensive linemen to stop Aaron Donald right now. And we saw that. We saw that when Von Miller uh, moved to the Rams, that that defense was just unfucking believable. So to me, I'm sad. I, I, I kind of hope it happens. Really, I do. You know, you love to see your players retire with the teams, and it doesn't happen very often. I'm already bracing myself as a Celtics fan that someday Jason Tatum's probably going to be wearing a goddamn fucking Lakers jersey in some point in his fucking life to honor Kobe. He's going to fucking go to the Lakers and tear my goddamn heart out. How, hopefully, it's after he's won five fucking championships for the Celtics, and he's, he's kind of like pulled the Celtics away from the Lakers in regards to the number of championships. But players don't usually stay on their teams uh, for their entire careers. So if Aaron Donald were to leave, it would be sad, but I think it's the best thing for him and the best thing for the Rams. All right, let's take a quick break. And after that, we've got NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball bets in one second. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And we are back. Panther NBA action today. Uh, listen, you look at yesterday's games. Um, no Giannis. No problem for the Bucks. Uh, no job, Morant. No problem for the Grizzle. Today, no significant injuries, but there is no Draymond Green for the Warriors. Does that matter at all? Panther, what you betting today? I'm only betting one, and I'm going to take what I feel like is like the lock of the three games. That's the 76ers at Brooklyn. I don't understand this line. Philadelphia has completely class Brooklyn in the first two games I have not seen any sign of life and I don't think the change of venue is going to make a difference one of the things we've seen from the 76ers this year that we kind of haven't seen in previous years is they actually can win on the road um now I'm ignoring Brooklyn's record and their home record I'm ignoring all that because this isn't the team when they had Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving uh, this is a completely different team and I like some of their you know young players they're gonna have to piece some things together but they're no match for this 76ers team. Four and a half. It feels like a trap, but a trap be damned. I'm taking the 76ers and laying the four and a half points. Yeah, I'm going to give you some moral support here. I can't say that I haven't seen signs of life from the Nets. I just haven't seen four quarters of basketball from the Nets. This is a team that has regularly led in their games against Philadelphia and then ended up losing by like 20 fucking points. So yeah, I think is. Philadelphia is the better team in the fourth quarter. They have come alive. I think... Brooklyn at home does give them a you know a little bit of I don't know oomph if you will that they didn't have in Philadelphia but I still think Philadelphia wins and rolls I just didn't like it enough to bet it so I'll lean on Philadelphia that is the only game I'm playing do you have anything to do with these other two games I listen I, I kind of alluded to it no dream on green no problem I think the Golden State Warriors at home minus the five and a half I think they they bounce back I don't think they're going to be swept in this fucking series if Sacramento wins this one it's absolutely fucking over we know that Golden State's going to come out big today I do think that they get the home win Splash Brothers going to show up and and listen this is a team that won the championship last year you know they're, they're not going to go out like some bitch in front of their home crowd so I think bounce back game today maybe Sacramento wins game four though mm. but game three I think goes to the Warriors $10 bet on GS. Yeah, I, I do think Golden State wins. I mean, they have to win. This is a must win for them. But if I'm Sacramento, first off, the question is, how is Sabonis? How's his back? How's he feeling? Is he going to be good to go? I expect him to play, but will he be 100%? That's, that's the big question. But you're going into a game with no Draymond. Like, if there's an opportunity to kick the Warriors while they're down, this is it. Like, I would treat this like this is game seven and put everything I had into this game um, because the Warriors, I mean, 33-8, and eight, absolutely dominant at home. I just can't believe how good they are at home and how shitty the Golden State Warriors are on the road. It's night and day. It's, it just blows my mind that they're that dysfunctional on the road. But if I'm Sacramento, I want to get one of them in Golden State, and this would be the one without Draymond. I agree with you which is why I couldn't bet it, but my heart is leaning the Sacramento Kings. All right, in the third game, I'm, I'm leaning the Clippers at home. Uh, Phoenix flexed in game two, but moving to L.A., I think I think the Clippers can keep this one close, but didn't like it. Just a lean on the Clippers there. 
Yeah, I don't like this one either. I think it's going to be a tight series. Phoenix was only 17-24 and 24 on the road this season. The Clippers did have a winning record at home. Um, but we saw this last game out, Phoenix puts the pedal to the metal and, and plays the way they're capable of playing. They can pretty much beat the shit out of whoever they want. If they do that again, Clippers could be in trouble. Still no Paul George. Puts a lot of pressure on Russell Westbrook to step up. Can't just wait to the fourth quarter to do it. Need to get four quarters out of him. Um, it's just a tough one. I don't like betting favorites that are on the road, and I do not just not in love with this Clipper team. I'll lean the Clippers, but uh, this is a toss-up game. All right, on to the ice. What you got today? What do I have? I got two games. Uh, first up, we're gonna rip off your Band-Aid. You're a Devils fan, right? I, I am. I've I've actually, you know, when the Devils won their first Stanley Cup, I, I think I've mentioned this on the show, I, I jumped on Claude Lemieux's car to get a picture of him and was kindly escorted away from that car by security. <laughs> well, I think you kind of called it. Like, the Rangers are going to be a tough opponent for the Devils. They went in and stole game one. But this is a situation where, kind of like how we bet Dallas yesterday, this is a situation the Devils cannot lose this game. They cannot go to New York down 0 and 2. They're 24 13 and 4 at home. Uh, I think they can get this game. I'm betting that they get this game. I'll lay the 130. Maybe you can find me a little better, but 10 bucks on the Devils. Yeah, I, I like the Devils in this one. I'm I'm checking to see if I can get you a better line. 129. I can get you minus 129 on on, on the Devils there. Um yeah, I, I like the Devils here. I just I couldn't quite bet them. I, I have PTSD from the Rangers dating back to that <laughs> 1993 fucking series and, and Stepan Mateau fucking doing the wraparound goal against Martin Berdour. I still have fucking uh, demons to expel from that fucking long ago, even though the Devils went on to win multiple Stanley Cups, and that was the Rangers' lone Stanley Cup in, in the last, you know, 30 fucking years. But still, 30 years ago, it still haunts me to this day, so I'll just lean the Devils. My last game up. Same situation. Home team took the L in game one. Must win for game two. Talking about my Vegas Golden Knights. Only thing I hate about it is how fucking chalky it is. Got to lay 165 against these Winnipeg Jets who do have a 500 record on the road. Prove themselves very worthy in game one. But I think Vegas evens the series tonight. So give me 10 bucks on the Golden Knights. I don't disagree that I think the Golden State Knights, uh, the Golden State, yeah, the, the, the Golden Knights win this fucking game. I think they should. My problem is the implied probability. And now I can get you a minus one fifty five, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lock in with the minus one fifty five. But it is minus one sixty five. One sixty is something at most books. The one fifty five is at DraftKings. If you guys have a DraftKings account, I think most people have DraftKings account. You can get minus one fifty five if you like the the Golden Knights. I'm just going to take a value play. I, I hit on the Jets in game one. They won that game. I, I, I Just the plus line for me with Winnipeg, I don't know if they win, but I'm there. I'm going to do it. So, sorry, I'm going to fade you in this one. I'm going to bet $10 on the Jets. All right. I am not on the other two because <laughs> both the value plays won game one, and I just don't think they're going to win game two. Are you like either one of those games? Not going to bet them. I like Seattle with the plus line. Such a big line. It's such a big line. And I think if there is a chance for uh, a road team to go up 2-0, I think it's Seattle. Seattle, great fucking road team. Colorado, we've seen it. They're not the same team from last year. They can lose. And if the fucking Boston Bruins can get their asses handed to them at home, 
anyone could get their asses handed to them at home. So I, I worry about that one. I think Toronto bounces back. Like Tampa Bay flexed so much and said, hey, remember us? We got some Stanley Cups. We're holding those up. Uh, Toronto's got some demons to fucking get over. I think they bounce back, but too chalky for me. So I'm going to lean Toronto and lean Seattle. Uh, I'm leaning Tampa Bay and leaning Seattle, and that will do it for the ice. On to baseball, a small slate because it's a travel day and, and some teams have off and, and yada, yada, yada. But you still, out of the six games, found four to bet. Uh, I don't know if we have any overlap whatsoever. So we're talking six Major League Baseball games. Panther, go ahead. Let's start with the Rockies taking on the Phillies. The Rockies just got absolutely served by the Pirates. I mean, they, they got crushed in two of those games. Two of them. They lost 14-3. to Twice. 28 runs. One against the Phillies. We already know Colorado's not very good on the road. The pitching advantage is for Philadelphia. I don't know who all is going to play. These travel days are kind of awkward. People take games off, take days off. But I still think the Phillies should be able to slap the Rockies around. I'm going to run line it to get any value, but uh, give me the fighting Phils for 10 bucks. I'm going to have to fade you in this one. I just, this Philadelphia team is not good right now. And even at home, like where their offense used to be banging, not that great. Um, Colorado's a shit show. We saw it, but I, I don't know if that's just Pittsburgh is better than we thought that they were. Um, Colorado's terrible. I get that. Possibly not A's level terrible, but pretty terrible. But with the plus line here, I'm going to lean Colorado. Now, you're, let's see what I can get you on this. Um, maybe it makes it more palatable. Minus 1.5. Minus 109. I can get you best more, minus 109 on, 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 on the run line there. So, uh, Philadelphia run line, minus 109. There you go. All right, next game up, we're going to go up to the Windy City. Talk about the Chicago Cubs. Going against the L.A. Dodgers, I feel like a little bit of a Nostradamus because I told you preseason, I am not in love with this Dodger team. And so far out of the gate, I look like a genius. 9-10 and 10 overall, 3-4 and four on the road. They've lost three of their last four. And now they're going to go into Chicago, take on a Cubs team that who saw this coming. They're 11-6. Uh, they've kind of they had their way with the Dodgers in LA in a couple of those games, and now they're gonna the Dodgers are gonna throw Michael Grove, who is easily their worst pitcher that they're throwing out there in this kind of band aid fix them up rotation they've put together. The Cubs got the advantage with Jamison Talian, even though he's 0 and 2. His numbers are still way better than Grove. I think the Cubs can get to the Do who the fuck the Cubs are a favorite. What's going on here? I'm going to eat that 120 and put 10 bucks on the Cubbies. Like it, moral support. I got a pop quiz for you. I, I missed you. I missed you while you were gone because I was doing pop quizzes by myself. So I'm going to pop quiz you. Who has the ninth best run differential in the league? Ninth. Ninth? Is it the mm -hmm. Cubs? <laughs> no, it's the Dodgers. The Cubs are third. third. The Cubs have the third best run differential in this fucking league. My God. Crazy. I like the Cubbies. I like the Cubbies here. Only a lean, though. It does help the run differential when you play Oakland three times and you put up 22 runs to their three. It does kind of help those numbers a little bit. <laughs> uh, I expect you to be on this game. I don't know if we're on the same side, but I do expect you to be on this game. And the big reason is Fernando Tatis is back. He should suit up and play today. The Padres are in Arizona taking on, I guess, my homer pick, the Diamondbacks. I've kind of 
picked them preseason to do a little damage. They've done a little damage. They're eleven and eight on the season, five and two at home. They got the pitching advantage. I feel like here, Ryan Nelson's going to take the mound, going against Michael Walker, and Walker's two and one, but his peripherals are not that good. 6.06 ERA, a 1.47 whip. He's already given up three home runs on this young season. The Diamondbacks have shown that they can play small ball with their guys that can steal bases, and they can hit for some power. I like the Diamondbacks with that plus line at home. Give me 10 bucks on Arizona. I hate this because I, I totally agree with you. Moral support, lean on Arizona. I like it. I hate the fact that it's – I'm getting you plus 123 now, Panther. And the the money is hammering the Diamondbacks here, and it keeps getting better and better, and Vegas keeps taking those fucking bets. And I always hate that. Now, granted, we saw it yesterday. The fucking Rangers trap was not a trap. Rangers came out, and you know, by the second inning, that fucking thing was over. I love the Diamondbacks here to win, but I'm not going to doom you. I'll just lean them. All right, we'll see if you doom me on this last game. Rip the Band-Aid off. We're going to talk about your Metropolitans. They are going to take on the San Francisco G-Men, who I thought would be a little bit better than I've seen. I didn't think they'd be good. I didn't think they'd be a playoff team, but I didn't think they'd be this bad. They're 6-11 on the season, 2-4 and four at home. Going to throw Sean Manea on the mound, who's, I mean, he's pitched fairly well. He hasn't won any, and he hasn't lost any, but he's pitched okay. But uh, Kode Singa. Japanese pitcher for the Mets is going to take the hill. He's 2-0, 21 strikeouts and 16 innings pitched. The big knock on him is he does walk a lot of batters. He's walked 10 batters already in 16 innings pitched. That's a lot. He needs to get that under control. But the Giants aren't a high-scoring team by any stretch. I think the Mets can take care of business. I'm okay with the minus 130. Give me 10 bucks on your Mets. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Mets with you. Minus 125, best I can get you there. Not bad. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to lean the Mets here. I do think that they've traveled well. I think they're four and two on the road this season, and they've looked pretty good away from City Field. And uh, Giants, the Giants, we, we joked, is it the odd season, the even seasons? We don't know if it's any seasons anymore for this Giants team. I'll lean the Mets with you. The Mets have played their whole season on the road. They're eight and five. Barely been. Oh, it's eight. It's eight and five on the. So they're four and two at home then. Yeah. yeah so they're eight and five on the road. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Jeez. Come back to City Field. I want to take my kids to a game. Yeah. Well, they're they're waiting for the weather to warm up. Smart, smart. I mean, we did have ninety degree uh, weather that during when they were here. So I'm sure they were sweating their balls off. Um, you hit four. We got two more left, and I'm going to bet both those games. Jesus so, <laughs> so let's look at Minnesota and Boston. I, this Minnesota team, I like them. I think Minnesota has a chance to absolutely win that central there and and be a much better team than a lot of people thought against a Boston team that is not very good. I think I can still get a plus line. Can I say plus 106 on the Minnesota Twins, $10 bet on them. Yeah, I probably should have been on this game. They've got a winning record on the road. Like the Mets, they've spent a vast majority of the early part of the season on the road. Um, they, they fared well against the Yankees. I think they do very well here against Boston. Maeda, in 11 innings, hasn't walked a single batter. So I think I looked at his ERA and wasn't really thrilled. He's 0-2 on the season, but... Really not his fault, just not getting a ton of run support. Where you look at Tanner Hawk, who's 2-0 and and has a worse ERA. So I don't know if you can really put those things hand-in-hand. Hand. I don't know who they played to get to 0-2 and 2-0 respectively. But I probably should have been on the Twins. 
I, something just spooked me off of this one, so I will just give you moral support. All right. We said, what kind of maniac would bet the Pittsburgh Pirates minus 155? What kind of maniac would bet the Pittsburgh Pirates three days in a row? This maniac. They call me mad for a reason. It's not because I get angry. It's because I get crazy a little uh, often, and then betting the Pirates is a little crazy. I think they get it done, though, man. This team actually is fucking good right now we'll see we'll see if they can sustain it maybe it's strength of schedule maybe it's just uh, they've beaten some good teams though panther they've beaten some pretty good teams i like the pirates here today i know too chalky for you but you're gonna give me your moral support i'm gonna give you my moral support I, i'm sitting here and i'm just dumbfounded first off luke weaver is gonna pitch for the reds he used to be a cardinal he's a pretty capable pitcher going against uh, ronzi Contreras, despite his numbers which are bad He's actually a really good pitcher. I think with a nice warm spring day today, he will probably rebound. But that's not the story of the Pirates. The story of the Pirates is their offense. Can you believe they are 20 points better in batting average than the Reds? They've got 17 more runs, 26 more hits, 10 more home runs in the early part of the season. Their pitching's better. Their hitting's better. Everything is better. It screams Pirates. But then I say Pittsburgh minus 155, 165. Yeah, I can't do it. I just can't. I don't care what we think of the Pirates. I can't do it. Moral support on Pittsburgh. All right, that is it. Let's uh, slap together this parlay we hit yesterday. Let's go for two in a row. I'm going to throw in the Minnesota Twins. That's going to be my pick. A little plus line action there. Try to get us some value. Uh, agreement game. I kind of like the Chicago Cubs minus 115. What do you think about that being our agreement game? Uh, well, I did bet it, so we can take that as our agreement game. Um, do I need to stick with baseball, or do I dare venture away? Yeah, your baseball is so fucking hot right now, man. I, I, would, I would trust your baseball. I mean, Listen. you could take Philadelphia. If you, if you want the 76ers... I think that's a good lock as well. I did like that one, but baseball is so fucking hot for you right now. We will tempt fate here because not only has baseball been really good to me, I'm still, even minus two and a halves are fucking hitting. I'm still on fire with my run lines. Feltner is garbage for the Rockies. Maybe the Rockies get one in Philadelphia. Today's not the day. Give me my Philadelphia Phillies on that run line. We'll put them with Twinkies and the Cubbies. That is your Gen Asylum Parlay for the day. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But it's right here in the Discord. It's right here in the Asylum. You guys, Joe, I'm talking to you, Joe. I know you listen to the show. You you message us about, uh, your, you know, you bet the parlay with us. We love it. You message us when we hit. It's free. Everybody that's listening, it's fucking free. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. We're basically here 24-7 because when I'm sleeping, Max is awake. When he's sleeping, whenever that is, I'm awake. There's something going on in here. Come here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll hit you right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.
mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.